This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, John, you ready to do a few for real or fugazis? The people love this segment. Let's do it. Okay, for real or fugazi, in case you're new to the podcast, I read a statement to John. He tells me if he thinks that is for real, as in that is true, you're on target, Sean, or fugazi, which is Italian for counterfeit. And John, basically, that is him disagreeing with the take. Um, John, Rex Burkhead is the most hated Houston Texan since Brock Osweiler. For real or fugazi? Ooh, let me think a minute. Uh, sure, for real. Poor oh, wow. old Rex. He's done nothing to to deserve it. He's a great guy. He plays hard. He's smart. Gives everything he can. But people just don't want to see him run the ball. And so, yeah, I'd have to say that's for real. Although he's not anywhere close to Brock Osweiler. Wait a minute. Fugazi. What? Deshaun Watson. Oh, no, I should have said current Texan. I don't mean former Texan. You like said current. Texan. Oh, I guess, Sean you know, John, Watson. Well, and I guess last year, John, Deshaun was a Texan last year, technically. So I guess that is, what is it, John? Fugazi. Fugazi. It is Fugazi. Yeah, Deshaun Watson was technically a Houston Texan in the year where he was dealing with all the lawsuits. Good job, John McClain. I was going to say, you know, the one name. Because it's a running back that I think of, like uh, David Johnson was up there pretty high for Ooh, people. You're right. I apologize. I want to apologize right here to Rex Burkhead for saying uh, for real. Yeah. Because you're right. People were so down on David Johnson. Yeah. Because of how he got here for DeAndre Hopkins, but boy, they well, were, they they do not hold Deshaun Watson in high esteem, of course. Yeah, because he got traded for DeAndre Hopkins, and when he got here, he started running like my aunt Barbara. Like he's he he just he he was running like he didn't want to play football anymore. Um, all right, John. Next one here. Kyler Murray's contract was a big mistake. For real or fugazi? Fugazi. They made it at the time, and everybody was happy with it, and they had high hopes. And he's got his torn ACL and he'll come back with a new staff and maybe a system that still fits his skill set. But I don't think they have any regrets about it. They do about this season, but when you do those contracts, you're doing them long-term and he's still got a lot of time to, to, uh, to prove that it was the right move for the Cardinals. All right. I, I, I don't know. I thought he was overpaid when he signed it. He has never been in like the upper half statistically of quarterbacks. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Torn ACL. His, John, the torn ACL, the good news is he's got plenty of time to study film and fulfill his study hall obligations <laughs> to the Cardinals. That's the good news. Not that he's going to do it. No, no. He's going to play a lot of video games, I would imagine. 
Um, all right, John, for real or Fugazi, Laramie Tunsil should be in the Pro Bowl, maybe even be considered for first or second team all pro. For real or Fugazi? For real. Laramie's having a great season as a pass protector. Watch the, what he's done against the best pass rushers in the league. He faces a lot of them. He's been tremendous. Yeah, I agree. I And that, that's been – boy, if someone had told you this time last year, John, <laughs> that a year from now – what are we, week 15? A year from now, uh, Brandon Cooks will be sitting out sulking with a <clears throat> calf injury, and Laramie Tunsil will be the captain of the football team. Like, if I had done that for real or Fugazi a year ago with you, if I, a year ago this week when Laramie was milking a wrist injury so he didn't have to play, I said, for real or Fugazi, John, let's pretend it's 2021. Laramie Tunsil will be the captain of the Houston Texans a year from now. You would have fugazi the hell out of that. Fugazing. Right. Fugazing. Yeah, it would have been. All right, I got a few more here for you, John. One football, one basketball, and one Houston icon. Here we go. Uh, Detroit, six and seven now, John. They've won four in a row, five out of six. The remaining schedule for the Lions is at the Jets, at the Panthers, home for the Bears, at Green Bay in Week 18, which is probably a Jordan Love game, I would guess. The Detroit Lions are making the postseason in the NFC, for real or Fugazi? Fugazi. We want to see it happen because everybody loves the Lions. People think they've suffered here. The Lions haven't won but one playoff game since the 50s. But it'd be a great story. But the Jets have a really good defense to counteract their offense, plus Mike White's playing pretty well. Carolina is one game out of first place behind the Buccaneers. Steve Wilkes has done a tremendous job. Mm-hmm. Deontay Foreman is their leading rusher. Now, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're capable of beating the Lions. As much as I'd like to see the Lions get that, I think they're going to come a game short. Okay. And that'll be their mantra throughout the offseason is, you know, coming up one game short, everybody being so fired up next season. Are they off the quarterback list now? Absolutely. Jared Goff saved his job. For real. Jared Goff's playing great. Who would have thought a year ago that he'd be better than Matthew Stafford, who struggled all year with injuries, with terrible offensive line that had fallen apart. But Goff, originally, they were were planning to take a quarterback because they're going to have a high pick that came from the Rams. But I think they're going to be able to use their first-round picks on position players going to make them even better. And for sure, I would imagine the defensive side of the ball for them, right? I think that pick right now is like third or fourth in the draft. I think it's fourth because the Rams won that game, uh, the Baker Mayfield game last Thursday, I think made them four and nine. So I think that pick is like fourth right now. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine Dan Campbell gets to throw Jalen Carter out there uh, in the middle of that defensive line? People are going to jockey for quarterbacks, and Carter's going to be the first player picked who's not a quarterback. So they might miss out on him, but they also may get the best pass rusher to play opposite Aiden Hutchinson, who's playing great as a rookie. So they almost can't lose with that pick, thanks to the Rams. Yep, that's crazy. I mean, John, three of the top five picks in the draft are going to teams from trades, and all three of the teams that are receiving those picks are doing much, much better than people anticipated they would do. The Denver pick at two is going to Seattle. In the Russell Wilson trade, as you just pointed out, the Rams pick at four is going to Detroit from the Matthew Stafford trade. And the Eagles get the fifth pick 
from the Saints from the of all trades, the Trevor Penning trade. Uh Dirt right before the draft. Stas Payne's favorite player. Trevor, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that um, it's just it's crazy, and it'll that'll all shake out differently probably. But as of right now, three of the top five picks are going to teams that are overachieving. I, I think the you know the Eagles were a playoff team last year. I don't think anybody thought they'd be twelve and one through thirteen weeks this year. Um, so that's just it's crazy. The rich are going to get richer for sure. Um, all right, John um, Carlos Correa. Signed a 13-year, $350 million deal. Jim Crane needs to start playing in the deep end of the pool and handing out some 8- to 10-year deals. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi. His, uh, the way he operates now has been a success more than any team in the league. At this time last year, I said, well, you can lose George Springer, but, man, oh, man, you let Carlos Correa get away, you're going to regret it. They don't have anybody who can play shortstop. And after the way Jeremy Pena played in the playoffs and the potential he showed during the season, I don't doubt them. I mean, as a fan, you'd love to see him spin, spin, spin. Like uh, the Mets owner, Steve Cohen's on the back page today being praised in New York because he spends money. But uh, Crane's formula has been tried and true for seven years, and I'm eager to see how how it continues to go. Yep, I am too. I the, the it'll what'll be interesting, John, will be when they're getting towards the end of this run, you know, and who knows when that's gonna be with all the young pitching and with Jordan Alvarez locked up for six years. I mean, it could be a long time. But if the Astros ever get pushed in the division, let's say, the, the chances there's a better chance that there's a team or two in the division that catch up to the Astros than the Astros falling back to the pack. But if if it starts to become where they're in that slog of ten or twelve teams that are competitive as opposed to being one of two or three teams that are above everybody else. It would be fascinating to see how Jim Crane handles that, you know, like he can do no wrong right now. They're the best team in baseball. He just lost Verlander and nobody's even batting an eye. Nobody's angry about them losing Justin Verlander because the team is so stacked and the way they've done business has worked so well. Um, I just wonder, you know, I, I wonder, I wonder if Crane just sticks to his, you know, it's just, if he stays the course with that, if there's ever pressure on him to go spend from the fan base, if he succumbs to that, or if he says, nope, this is what got us here. And I know we, I know we only won 81 games last year, but um, we're going to ride this thing out. He likes flying first class. Yeah. And when you fly in first class, first class for seven years, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, then all of a sudden you go back to sitting and coach, you're going to do what you can do yeah. to get back in first class. So I think at some point, if that's what he has to do, I believe he'll do it. I do too. I mean, I think he's got the wherewithal to do it I, and the resources to do it. Um, he's just not been pushed to that yet. It's really, it's been just a, it, it's been a phenomenal six years here, really eight years uh, since 2015. All right, last one, John. The Chronicle put out a list of the most 31 most fascinating and viral personalities in Houston in 2022. For real or Fugazi, Mattress Mac is the most fascinating Houstonian of 2022 (laughs) well that's for real of course and even if i didn't work for him at gallerysports.com i'd have to say that because i think he's been most fascinating for a long time based on how much he's on radio tv everything he does promoting houston and teams like the astros and he's uh he's and the fact that he gives away so much i think Every time I do a show, yesterday I did St. Louis, Bernie Miklas, one of my all-time 
favorite writers. And he came on talking about Mac, talking about gallery sports, asked me what it's like to work for him but everybody, before I ever brought him up. I've gotten him on OutKick before the, uh, in the middle of the World Series. And, you know, he promotes Houston. And of course, he's not shy about gallery furniture. Everything he does is with the mind to sell, sell, sell furniture. And nobody does better. No, he's the greatest promoter I think I've ever seen. He's, uh, he's unbelievable. And I think the viral video of him telling those Philly fans what they could go do, <laughs> I think probably put him over the top for a lot of people, both in terms of popularity in Houston and profile around the country, right? Like I, there's probably a lot of people that were more entertained by that video than inspired by the video. I think Houstonians were truly inspired by the video where he was telling the guy to go bleep off and bleep you and all the bleeps and everything else. Uh, I think the guy's phenomenal. Um, all right, John, what do you got going on on all your various platforms? I have on uh, sportsradio610.com a column about what the Texans will do without Damian Pierce and what to look forward to in the draft. And I'm working on a column for gallerysports.com, looking at the playoff picture because this is the time to separate the contenders and the pretenders. Yeah, I would imagine the the pretenders from the contenders. Probably uh, one of many draft articles that will be posted on sportsradio610.com and gallerysports.com by you. Are you going to do mock drafts this year, John? Uh, I'm sure I will. Um, I like doing them. And uh, so, yeah, I'll do mock drafts. You were doing them when the Texans weren't picking till 67. You got to do them when they've got two of the top 12 picks in the draft. I did them when they didn't pick till the third round because they got a lot of clicks. And so they got a lot last year. That's with the Chronicle, of course. So I'll be doing them for uh, – uh, in fact, I may just do them and post them on both my outlets, 610 and Gallery Sports. Yeah, absolutely. 